0: did you notice? Did you notice? Did you notice that it changed? Did you you notice that I put animal dynamics up there? Did you notice that?
1: I did. I did. I also saw that you had Neville up there, too. The dog. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, you know, I, I need to change that from time to time because uh, uh, this one now. Th- I'm, I apologize to everyone because we worked hard on a new opening that I seem to have misplaced. Um, so I'll have that for next week, but uh, I apologize. But, but more importantly, we're going to talk about um, part two of animal dynamics, and um, we're going to turn that over to Coriel to talk about which part of dynamics are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, we're going to talk about the energetic animals but and, and the twilight factor, the shadow factor, uh, the positives and the negatives is what you can think about it. Um, and But a little bit of something about the dynamics, just so that you know. So the animal dynamics are six archetypes, personalities that I've come up with that um, I, when applied, you can transform your relationship with your animal. So an animal is usually one or more. There's usually the main or core dynamic that comes through really, really strongly. Then there could be a second, A dairy, a third, they can be fourth, fifth. They can be a a shifter if they want to be one of the dynamics. Is called the shifter. There are six dynamics. There is the direct and demanding one, which we talked about last week. There's the energetic. There is the sensory. There is the uh, shifter. There is the rule breaker, and then the sixth dynamic that I've come up with, ta-da, is the transcendent. And um, each one is different. Each one gets interacted with differently. Um, you can use the dynamics for anything. all From the food that you feed them to, you can apply a dynamic, to the food that you feed them to uh, the way you touch them, the way you talk to them, the tone of voice that you use, the toys that you play with, how you, how you, tu- how you, you um, want to... Um, Uh, play with them, words you use, it's it's transforming relationships with your animal across the board like nothing else has ever, that I've ever come across, (laughs) Um, and there's, there's just so many things you can do with the dynamics, I mean, they're just incredible, incredible information, so there's a, there's, sometimes an animal can be in what I call twilight or shadow, and what, that, what happens with that is, is that if an animal is in twilight, they can actually have negative or unwanted behaviors. It could even make them sick. So if you can heal their dynamic, a lot of the times you can heal them and get rid of the unwanted behavior. You can also um, heal them on a very, very deep emotional core level. It's... They're they're just really incredible. So today what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be talking about the energetic animal, the positives and the twilights or the shadows part of them. So the energetic is all about the energy of people, places and things. So they're very tied to energies of things, people, places. All right, so they can be attracted to the energies of people's, very attracted to somebody's energy and just wanna be in that energy all the time. Um, They enjoy it when you have full presence with them, when you're really with them, not when you're like busy you know, cleaning the house and petting them and stuff like, they don't like that. They they like it when you're fully present with them. So you might wanna try something like just sitting quietly with them or meditating with them. They could be very cool to meditate with. Um, they love space. They love their space. So they can get very walked out if, if the if the space that they're in is not energetically good feeling to them. Uh, they love things like crystals. You might wanna try touching them with crystals or, or just putting some crystals in their bed. So an example of an energetic animal was one of my first dynamics I ever Dynamic clients I ever worked with was with a cat by the name of Naya, and Naya is this u- beautiful Bengal cat. She's a wonderful being, but what she was doing was she was actually going after her person every single day. Sometimes three or four times a day, she would attack and draw blood. So mm-hmm. it was really super dangerous because you know that the bite of a cat can be pretty dangerous to a person, but. What was happening was was that she was getting so wonked out by the energy of her person and the energy of the home that the only way she could tell let the her person know was that the energy is messed up was to go after her person. How
0: did she know that the energy is it is it just a feeling that they have that and because they're
1: they're they're kind of psychic anyway, aren't they? You mean animals in general? Yeah, they're telepathic. They're very in tune to vibrations. So, um, so, so they, just,
0: the she yeah. didn't the, the 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 cat didn't know why she was feeling this, but this is what she was feeling. Or did
1: no? She knew. She okay. knew. She was trying to tell her person that hey, we got to do something about this. This is not good. You got ookie energies. Her person travels a lot and she's with a lot of different people and some people are fine and some people might have their own stuff going on. So what happens is, is that they are wonking, you know, gets attached to you. Just like you clean clean your house and vacuum it and all this kind of stuff, you need to cleanse your house, especially if you have an energetic animal. Because and when I say cleanse, it, you can use you can envision your house in light. You can smudge with sage, you can smudge with, um, with Palo Santo wood or cedar or some other kind of herbal that feels really, really good to you. Lavender, I don't care. I don't personally like lavender, but <laughs> there are some people that do. Um, so, you know, you can use a lot of different things to cleanse your house, but it's a good idea to do it, especially if you've got an energetic animal. Gotcha. So some of the other things that, you know, if you have an energetic animal or not. Um, so they love people that they love it when people are quiet. So if if you've got an animal that likes to sit with you when you're meditating or sit with you when you're quiet, it could be very well that you have an energetic animal. Um, if they get, you know, if they have things like stranger danger, you know, intense stranger danger. You know, meaning that a person comes to the house and they're just either loving that person's energy and all over them, or they're just like, no, no, I, I'm out, I'm down, I'm, I'm out. That see, like cat Tau, he loves, loves people's energy, loves people, he's a direct and demanding one and he's also a rule breaker, but he loves people's energy. But it, it's not like he's driven by their energy, he's just really super friendly. Say my girl, sacred. On the other hand, is a, sen- a sensory energetic, so she gets very wonked out by people's energy who come into the house. She doesn't like, she doesn't like when people enter her space. So they love things like, um, uh, they love to be uh, touched in a certain way and talked to in a certain way. So th- some of the twilights, which is the shadows, can be that they they can get very very they can be very very sensitive to people's energies in the home and and people the home energy as well. So it's really important that you keep your the energy in your house feeling good whatever that is. you know they could be skittish or scared. people can think that they're skittish or scared and because of that they can medicate them when they don't need it when it, all it is is the fact that they're an energetic and you just have to approach it. you might be approaching them in a the wrong way. And so, we do, that,
0: do we do that a lot? Do we, when we see a behavior that we don't understand, do we then, a lot of us, try and medicate the animal and try and do it like that?
1: Is that I think the majority of people don't. I think the majority of people are good with their animals and, and try to figure out what's going on, but it can happen.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: if, if this is what I love about the dynamics, the dynamics think about if vets veterinarians started to use the dynamics and apply them to their, their clients, animals, when they come in and they'll understand, oh, this is an energetic, as opposed to the fact that, you know, a direct and demanding one who is super friendly is super scared all the time. Then they might need to be medicated for some reason because they might be in some kind of shadow. But if think about, I mean, behavioralists, trainers, People like that, if they applied the dynamics, it would transform their lives as well. It would transform their clients as well. These can be applied to so many different ways and help so many different animals. So they're highly sensitive energies in the home, like I said. So cleansing your home, smudging your home, using light. I don't care what you, what it is. You can try all different kinds of things. So whatever it is, but cleansing it, cleansing it at least once a month or every other month you know, is going to be really, really beneficial to your, to yourself. You'll be able to sleep better and you'll feel more comfortable in your home and it'll be beneficial to the animal. So they can also, an energetic can also become very, very overwhelmed by too much touch. So with an energetic animal, less, maybe more. So you don't have to sit there and pet your animal for 30 minutes, you know, just taking 10 minutes, five minutes to just pet them and that's it leave them alone because they they might and and look at your animal how they're reacting to the touch the way their ears are the way their tail is this is all going to let you know you know what's good and what's bad and when to let your animal and leave them the heck alone
0: <laughs> they do send warnings don't they
1: they do the tail twitches uh huh Sorry, I live in the desert. I got to drink a lot of water. Their tail twitches. Their ears go back. Yeah. If their ears go back. I mean, they just, oh, they also might just all of a sudden just like look at you and just like, what are you doing?
0: I've had, you know? that, look. <laughs> I've had that look where the, the catalyst said, you know, you better stop or this is not going to end well for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ears go back and the tail starts to switch. And then it was like, okay, I'll stop. Uh, yep. because it wasn't going to be good.
1: Yeah. So it's true. It's it's very, but we don't have a tendency to really look at our animals and they just we just keep going, just keep petting them, <laughs> just keep petting them, leave them alone. The energetic animals. So what was happening with Naya, the cat that was attacking her person, was I had to show her grounding touches and techniques, grounding techniques to the cat, not, not only to the person, but to the cat. I had to show her an how to keep on grounding and how to clear her energy. I had to let her person know that she needed to clear her energy and be a little bit more on about it. You know, when she comes back from vacation, don't just come into the house, you know, use light, a light technique that I showed her to, to clear her energy. You know, because Naya will not let her in the house if, if she's for she won't, she won't let her in the house. If her energy is nasty, she's not going to let her in the house. So I told her ener, I told her person how to clear her energy, smudge the house on a regular basis. We were able to talk to Naya and find out exactly what was going on, you know, and uh, even taking her person, even taking like mineral baths to really clear her energy and Epsom salt. You know, there was a lot of things that we did and Naya stopped going after her person. So there's no, it's not a coincidence, you know, it's just, she. if, if we can find your animal's dynamic and if they're having unwanted behavior because they're in twilight or shadow, if we can find out what's going on and bring them back into the positive of that dynamic, a lot of the times the the energy the the issues go away
0: it's it's amazing that you have put this program together because you're right i've never heard of anything like it and um uh on sunday we were on martha norwalk's an, animal world mm-hmm. United, and yeah. there, there were people that didn't have any idea what What's she talking about, until you kind of explained it, it is it is a very unique concept, but it makes absolute sense when you think about it the, from the standpoint of finding out why your animal does what your animal does, mm-hmm. and which dynamic they are or which combinations of dynamics they are, and mm-hmm. which is their dominant, and then if they're, if they're in, the, in the front or the twilight, and it makes sense that you can
1: figure all that out. It just it makes it easier. It, it just makes, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, I, I've created them, but and of course they're going to make sense to me, but they make sense to the my clients as well. And they're easy ways, they're easy ways of understanding and just getting to know your animal on a whole different level because the personality archetypes, the dynamics are the essence, the true essence of what that animal is, who that animal is at their core. So you think about it, it just makes sense. If somebody really gets you, it's the difference between having a a conversation about the weather with someone and having a real heart-to-heart conversation where that person feels like they're really being seen, they're understood, they're heard, they're supported, they're appreciated. So can I make your, your, your relationship that's already good with your animal even better? Hell yes, I can. (laughs)
0: and that no brag just fact um you know because because you are you're very talented at what you do um and and stuff so now are there archetypes that kind of tend to travel in pairs or threes as 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 an example if you are the direct and demanding one um, do, do, what are, are are the other ones? Now we're we're doing these one at a time. I get, um, but are are they? Do they do they travel in pairs or threes, or is there one that's you know what, you know what I'm trying to say?
1: Not really. No, not that. <laughs> Clarification, please.
0: <laughs> uh, no, it's is, is it like when you are the energetic one and you are also uh, the direct and demanding one. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, or a third one are they in your experience if you are the energetic one are there other archetypes or other dynamics that kind of tend to go into that that person to work together or is it kind of random depending upon how they are i don't know if i made any sense to that or not i'm trying to dig myself out of a hole i think
1: I'm I'm trying to understand. So if I don't answer the question, clarify it again. Okay? Let me
0: try one more time. Okay. And that is as an example.
1: <laughs> They're not uh, that difficult, Kevin. Come on. Man.
0: Well, I'm trying to make them that way. You know how <laughs> I am. Um, but if, as an example, the if you are the energetic, and that's your primary. Yeah. Uh, is it in your experience? that that they're going to also be uh like direction demanding that's going to be a secondary or is it can it be randomly any one of the six
1: it can be randomly any one of the six
0: thank god i got through i figured that out so, finally
1: so there but there are sometimes i haven't come i mean i've only been doing this a year okay and right. the i i got the sixth dynamic by connecting to a a client's horse and none of the other dynamics, you know, applied to him. And I was like, holy crap, I think I found a, a sixth dynamic. And I did. But the thing of it is, is that there's sometimes that some dynamics seem to go with the other. But I don't know. I mean, I have not, right now, I have not met uh, a direct and demanding energetic. Oh. It doesn't okay. mean that they're not out there. I just haven't connected to them yet. So. Right. But I've met a lot of sensory energetics or energetic sensories. I've met a lot or I've talked to a lot of animals who are direct and demanding and a rule breaker. I've talked to an energetic shifter animal. I've, You know, it, it depends. It, it really depends. So it's like I haven't come up with, um, I've only met two transcendents since I've been doing this work. One was a horse and one was a dog um so it's like i don't know it, it, i think anything's possible could there be a direct and demanding shifter out there absolutely
0: well you would need to see and experience more animals than and and because there's a you know a, a certain number that that may be but you haven't experienced all the animals yet
1: i haven't experienced all the animals i don't think i'll ever experience all the animals no you won't that's possible that's impossibility but um, I haven't experienced all the dynamics and all the combinations the dynamics can bring.
0: Yes, that's 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 long ago that was what I was trying to get at, and I did a really lousy job of of explaining that.
1: That's okay. Oh. Got there eventually, that's all I care about.
0: So, exactly.
1: So today, for example, I had somebody contact me about their friend's dog. And um, the this person's friend. Is is you know taking a break from cell phones and taking a break from email because she's got a cell phone tower close to her house, and it's wonking her out, and it's causing problems with the dog, and the dog is 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 in energetic twilight. I mean that's what I'm I'm, I'm I assumed from the email the small email I got when they they sent me the contact form through my website, and it's like. The dog's name is Rumi, and she's eat, she's got eating issues, colon problems um, because she, he's under stress because his person's under stress and also because he's probably energetic and being affected by the cell phone towers now are are all energetic beings you know uh, that sensitive to cell phone towers and electronics and things like that there it, it varies. It varies. Me, I could be, I'm part energetic. I could be on the computer all day. Do I get stressed out Uh, a little bit, but you know, I also walk away and I ground myself. I make sure to go out and I stand on the earth and I ground myself because it's really super important. So Mm -hmm. grounding is super important for the energetic, making sure that you're not, you're grounded. And what I mean by grounded is being grounded to the magnetic field of the earth. And when you are and you simply either can just sit in on your in a chair you're in right now, I got your feet flat on the floor and just feel your feet on the floor. And then just envision if you want to, like roots coming out of the soles of your feet and going into the earth. And as soon as they touch the earth, whatever it is, whether you're in an apartment or whether you're in a a house or whether you're in a tent, I don't care where you live. You know, you just feel that you see these these roots coming out of the soul, so so your your feet, and then when you do that, you'll start to feel yourself and your mind quiet down, and your your breathing will start getting regulated and better and and more longer, and you'll start to feel better. And when you see that, that's when you know you're when you feel that your mind starting to quiet down, your nervous system through your breathing. Mm-hmm starts to get longer and and less staggered you know that you're grounding you're grounding yourself so that's super important for an energetic it's super important for anybody but the energetic especially
0: oh exactly um what are the downsides of being an energetic
1: so some of the twilights are what i'm what i just said you know they could be super sensitive to electronics in the home they can be super sensitive to. Uh, they can get very ungrounded in cars, and all of a sudden have car sickness. I have a animal now who's who's you know energetic. You know, got ungrounded in a, in the car, and he's energetically, you know, he doesn't want to go in the car. He doesn't want to go in the garage. Things like that. There, so they could be very uh, sensitive to that. Um, again, you th- you might think that they're skittish or scared or that they're weak. Because they are like, you know, they're usually an energetic animal can be anything between the alpha, but usually, or the beta, but usually they're the omegas. So you might want to think of, you might think of them as weak when they're really just energetic. Um... They can they respond very strongly to people's energy, so it's really important to let them know what's happening. What I mean by that is, the direct and demanding one is kind of easygoing. You know, I can let I don't have to really let Tau know what's going on. He's okay. He goes with the flow. You know, he's like I'm. I'm cool. Somebody comes in, I'm fine. Sacred. On the other hand, I got to give her warning. I'll let her know there's a workman that's coming in. Um, I have a friend of mine coming over. She's a really nice person. She's going to be staying for about an hour. I give her the details to make her feel better. So she understands what's happening. They don't like it when you just throw stuff at them. They, they, they need to know what's going on. It makes them feel better. So that's some of the twilights. Okay. Um, they like their space so they can be thought of as standoffish or unfriendly or cold and thus be passed up by adoption because, oh, he's not, he's not, you know, coming up to me and, and licking my face and, you know, go. but you're not approaching them right. You, you got to approach them gentle and you got to let them come to you. Let the energetic come to you. That's one of the big things that will, will help your relationship with your animal.
0: That's interesting. Now, my, my son, um, when he got his uh, Labrador and he was he went over to where the animals were and they were all, you know, eight weeks and they were bouncing around and all that kind of stuff. Oh. And he just sat down and he crossed his legs and just sat down and he waited for one of the animals. Now, seven of the animals were like, eh, we don't care. One of them came up and 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 laid in his lap, just came in and crawled up into his lap and just laid there. That's mm-hmm. the one he ended up taking home, and that's turned out to be uh, a perfect fit for him. And is so, I guess that animal would have been and what would have been an energetic in that in that wanted to touch and wanted to be, come up and and be with him or.
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say, there's a very good chance. I mean, without connecting to the animal and finding out their personality, I would say, it's a very good chance. He also could be, you know, um, a rule breaker. Mm-hmm. Rule breaker does things uh, See, no, a little bit unusual.
0: That dog will not let him get out of his sight. Um, so, if like he has to go to the bathroom or something, the dog will stand outside the door and wait for him to come back. Uh, if he goes outside and leaves the dog inside, the dog will stand at the door and just look at the door until he comes back. Um, so he doesn't want him out of his sight. Is that in and stuff? So is that what, what would that be if you, were, you had to describe that that animal? Because she loves him to death. Would not will not, um, uh, and but then at the same time she still chews up shoes and that kind of thing. But that's being a dog.
1: Uh, I would probably say that if the dog is that attached to your son's energy, I would say that there's a a very good chance that the dog might be an energetic twilight. Um, And because the energetic is, is somebody, yes, they love the energy of people, places, and things. Okay. But they also can get like what I call wonked out. They can get wonked out really easily. And because of that, they'll depend on that person's or that being's energy to straighten out their energy when they should be able to do it themselves. Does that make sense? Sure. They're they're relying on that person to be their rudder when they really need to have their own rudder in this ocean of energy So they need to be a a healthy energetic, is someone who who can stand in their own energy and keep their energy in um, healthy balance without being, um, without being, um, um, wonked out by another person. So they can Mm -hmm. stand their own energetic pocket and allow another person to stand in there or another being to stand in their own energetic pocket. And, and, you know, just be able to feed that off of that energy back and forth and feel that how good that energy is without having to be affected by it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So
1: it sounds like your, your, your boys, your son's dog is relying on your son's energy to be his security blanket
0: yeah i think i think that's right i think that's right because he won't she won't let him out of her, her sight
1: yeah and you know i mean that's something that is not going to get any better in fact it's going to get worse the twilight doesn't get better until it's dressed it gets worse before it gets better so it might be to the point where that dog tries to you know destroy the house to get out and get to your son That's when when working with me would be good thing.
0: Yeah, well, and I will recommend that to him because she does tend to uh, when uh, she's in the in a crate all day. But if he decides to leave her out of the crate, something in the house dies. Uh, Be it shoes, be it a glove, be it you know paper or something, something gets ripped up in the process. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and uh, this is just a totally different subject, but I just wanted to ask you. Why is it that an animal like a dog will know that she's going to get into trouble by doing a particular behavior, yet they do it anyway?
1: Oh, there's, a, there's, there's so many reasons. There's, right. there's so many reasons. It could be that they're just... The animals are limited. They can't write you a Post-it note, okay, and stick it on the, on the refrigerator. They, they got to let you know that the energy in the house is poopy by pooping. Or pissed by peeing, or that they're upset and they're not feeling by biting themselves they they they're limited they've got to get your attention. see animals are telepathic, so they'll let you know you know um they'll they'll be letting you know, hey you know you might want to do something the energy in this house really is crap, you know, and they'll be talking to you and telling you that, but we don't get it no average people don't get it. You know, we're busy doing our lives. We're busy. We're not paying attention. And plus we're not telepathic. We're not like me. So, you know, you, you have to hone your telepathic skills in order to, to hear the animals. So what happens is, is that they're limited and all they have left is the physical to get your attention. So the physical is what they do but that's usually after they've been, you know, the problem and the issue has been going on for a while. So got it. got it. Okay. So the dynamics can be touched differently. They can be talked to differently. Words and phrases could be used different words and phrases they can be played with differently. So they'll have different toys, ideas for toys that will really feed their dynamic, which is one of the reasons why they might play with one kind of toy and not the other kind of toy. They might be like, this is, this is really feeding my dynamic. This one, I don't know what the heck this is. What is this supposed to be? I don't know what this is. You know, and they're like, nope, I'm not doing that. So an example of an energetic touch. <clears throat> One example for an energy touch is it's a misnomer. And I talked about this in the show that we did on uh, rigid Reiki rules. It's a misnomer that you have to be attuned in order to send energy to another being. It's bupkis. It's BS. So if you just take your hands and you rub your hands for, well, I don't know, two, three seconds, something like that, and then pull your hands apart, you're going to feel the energy in between your hands. And if you don't, go back and, and do it a little bit longer. But feel that energy. Now, you might only feel a little bit. It might throb. It might feel like a ball. Okay? And you if you're really energetic, you're going to be able to pull your hands apart and still feel that energy. Okay? but So when you really feel that energy really strongly, just take your hands and uh, your animal, wherever your animal is, and just send them the energy and see what happens. See, now I'm sending energy to Tao right now and he's twitching, okay? <laughs> so he was, he was fine a second ago, but you'll, they, their ears might twitch, but their body might convulse a little bit, which is a good thing. So you might want to make sure that you just, you know, and a less is more. So you don't have to sit there for 40 minutes sending your animal energy, okay? It's just like, whoop. I send in the energy, I'm done. That's it. That's that's the what I call the um long distance energetic touch.
0: And they like that because they can feel it.
1: They like it. They like they they might not now. Here's the thing, they might not, it might not feel good to them at that moment. So again, watching how your animal reacts. Do their ears go back? Are their chairs switching back and forth? That's an indication that they're getting agitated. So leave them the hell alone. (laughs) So tone of voice. The energetic loves space. So a nice, even way of talking with little pauses so they can feel these words that you're saying. So when you're gonna say, you, and they love when you recognize their inner being, their inner light, their sh, their, their inner their energy. So mm-hmm. words or a phrase, kind of like your inner being shines. Love it. They love it. They love that that kind of tone. Okay. Last week I talked about the direct and demanding tone. The direct and demanding tone is like you're awesome you know, something like that. That might be too strong for the energetic. So you see the difference? There's yeah. your inner being shines. And then there's the, you're awesome. It's, it might be too type A <laughs> for, for the energetic. It's too strong. So you might be talking to your animal and using the right tone, but you might be touching them wrong. So they react wrong to the way that you're touching them, but they react well to your, 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 uh, the tone of voice or the words you're using, or vice versa. You might be touching them right, but using the wrong tone of voice. So they're not responding. They're not listening to you. Fascinating.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Mm-hmm. So toys and play. Now, I didn't say this last week, and I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, I should have said this. So I'm going to say it this week and every week after this. <laughs> when you get a toy, within reason, whatever toy it might be, but whatever toy you get, please wash it before you give it to your animal. Because there might be resin or residue on there from the manufacturing process and it can make them sick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So just wash your toys. So toys for the energetic that they're going to like. They might like plush toys. They might like uh, teaser string toys, you know, the streamer toys. Uh, they might like LED balls, like LED toys, which is, you know, the light toys. You know, they might like that. Uh, they might like the the plush catnip toys or uh, even a sock filled with catnip. That's what I do with my old socks. I, um, I fill them with catnip uh, and I sew them up and then I, and it's they're long enough that the they can hold on to them and kick them with their back paws, and they love that. Um, even bubbles, there cat there are bubbles that that you know are, have catnip smell to them. There are bubbles that have you know a dog smell to them, or I don't know. I saw that last week. I, I'm not really sure. So beef bubbles or something. I don't know. So they might that energy of the light. Kind of like easy, um, easy toys.
0: Well, and you also uh, Teo um, had this this the circle that had balls in it.
1: Yeah, track well, track toys, track toys. What, yeah. what is that? Is
0: that called a track toy?
1: Yeah, it's a track toy. It's got a. It's got three layers. It looks like a pyramid. It's got three layers, and each layer has got a ball in it. And you know, he plays with the track toy. But here's the thing. <clears throat> he played with that for about two weeks and then stopped. <laughs> he doesn't, I put that thing down. I did put it away because energetically it might be, they might get bored with the same energy of the same toy. So put the toys away for a little bit, a couple of weeks and then bring them out. It's almost like it's a brand new toy. It's like, Oh, well all over again. Right. Right. They like that. Oh, cool. So that's, that's the energetic, you know, there's, you might even want to try touching them. You know, I talked about the long distance energetic touch. You might want to even just, you know, try touching them with crystals. See if they respond to different crystals like quartz or do they respond to like labradorite or uh, do they respond to rose quartz or something like, uh, like that there play around with it.
0: Now, last week we were talking about the, um, um, the uh, uh, dynamic, the, the, the direct and dynamic, or the d- direct one. And you said that they like to be needed and touched and, and to really feel um, uh, a heavy touch. Yeah. And yeah. the energetic likes a light touch or no touch at all or an energetic touch?
1: Well, that's why I'm, I'm telling They love the energetic touch. All mm-hmm. animals do. I mean, you can try it with. I tell you, it was a rule breaking, directing the man when he was twitching like a, like a Mexican jumping bean. So, you know, you can try it with all animals. But, like the the sensory which um, we're going to be talking about in uh, in another show, it, that energetic that light, energetic touch, that long distance energetic touch might be too much for the sensory, because they're very very sensitive. Um, so you might want to try, um, the other touch for the energetic animal is the light energetic touch. So if you take your arm (laughs) and you take the fingertips and you just touch your arm or touch them very lightly, barely moving the skin, that's a light energetic touch. Um, so there's, like I said, there's different ways to touch them, different tones of different ways you can, the tone of voice is important. Words are important. The touch and the play is important. So the, the, that's the kind of thing that they love, you know, is that light touch, but they want you to be present with them. They don't want you to, (laughs) they, they love when you're fully present.
0: And, but what you should do, uh, if you're listening to this now or in the future, is you should give Coriella a call (laughs) so that she can educate you on. All of the touches, all of the things, all, even even the shadow side and, and the twilights and all of that are what your animal's doing so that you can so that you can learn how to deal with it so that you and your relationship with your animal can improve a great deal. I wish I'd, I'd have saved some blood had I had you around for when uh, uh, Butterscotch was alive. Uh, she was a nice little kitty, but she was meaner than hell. Um, and she beat me up all the time.
1: Yeah, what were you doing to Buttercup?
0: I was uh, petting her, and what what she she would give out signals, and it was it was a signal of, okay stop, okay stop now, okay stop now or else. Yeah. and if I continued past or else, it was a very quick uh, funeral for my for my skin on my hands.
1: They've gotten. They've. What other choice do they have? Again, they can't write a post-it note. They right. can't. There's nothing. There's nothing they can do. They have to show you, and that's that's when that's when you need someone. would like me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you, no, no, you no. Show
1: no. you until you stop.
0: You you <laughs> stop. can't you can't find somebody like you because there is nobody like you you're the only one that does this that that i'm aware of and has worked out and gotten downloads for the entire system so that you can um and so it's built over time Mm -hmm. over the last year it's Mm -hmm. gotten more in depth more wider and deeper and -hmm. more powerful and so they have to call you unless go ahead
1: contact me Yeah. yeah my clients are the only ones that have my my private well
0: they they email you or you know i see i'm an old guy in in my day you only had phones you could only call so that's why you know that's anyway so there um so who are you going to talk about next week by the way
1: the dynamic that we're going to talk about next week is the sensory the sensory is a very special animal they're all special but the sensory is is can be very, very sensitive. Like the energetic is sensitive to energies. The sensory can be very sensitive to just situations and what you're doing to them and how you touch them and how you talk to them. Um, They are amazing animals, okay? I have one, I talk about my girl Sacred all the time and I'll use her as an example. But she is, when I started really working with her, and and feeding her dynamic and honoring her dynamic and talking to her in the way she likes and touching her the way she likes. My relationship with her transformed. Whereas before I would think that she was, I was always thinking she was a scaredy cat. I was touching her wrong. I was interacting with her all wrong. So if I can change my relationship with my own animal, I can change your relationship with your animal. And that's what we're going to hear about next week.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Anything else you'd like to add before we 86 def- stage left? All right. <laughs> you pick. Yeah. Whichever one works for you.
1: Whichever one works. I just think that the animal dynamics are such easy wins. There's such easy ways for me to help your animal and for you to help your animal and love your animal. And if I can make people's lives better with their animals, that's priceless to me. And if you think that I can help you, then you can go to my website. It's my first name, my last name, Kramer with a K, CoreyLKramer.com. And if you want me to help you with your own person, getting to know yourself and the people in your life, then go to my other website which is separate from the animal stuff and that's passioncultivator.com contact me
0: ooh very nice that's 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 is that the, that's new right the the, the Brand new. yes indeed well you so if you want to get Coriel to help you understand you you can do that or if you want you her to help you understand your animal you can do that too that's a pretty pretty dynamic Ooh, dynamic! I like that word. We should call it <laughs> so. That's, so that's that's just dynamic on a whole bunch of different levels, don't you think?
1: It's dynamic all over the place.
0: It's
1: yes, damn well dynamic.
0: <laughs> so next, next, next week, we're going to talk about the sensory and uh, what that what that means, and uh, and I'm looking forward to that. Cory O'Kramer, you are an amazing woman. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. And th- thank you for honoring this work that I'm doing.
0: Oh, absolutely! It's it is it is the m- most unique thing. I and I've only been around metaphysics for about 20 years. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and it, and it, the way that it works, and you yeah. can prove it. You've got film, film at 11. We got film. We we can we prove film.
1: it. I got so. film, and I got testimonials. Go to the website and read all about it.
0: Gory Kramer, thank you very much, and we'll see you next Tuesday at noon. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we got. See you next time on My Independence Report.